What's up there, Sunday? Brother Lee, what's good, man? Oh, fuck life, bro. Life is good. That's what's good. Is it? <laughs> what are we going to do without Scott? Bro, fucking have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bro. Listen. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so, you watching any hockey? What's going on? What do you think? What are you thinking about the Flyers, man? I'm loving it, bro. I'm loving it. They're looking good. It appears to me that Joe Fairby might be not responding to Tortorella. So, there's always that guy with Tortorella, seems to be. The kid's got nothing happening. No points. Shooting, he's shooting, but he's not getting nowhere. And they score! Joel Farabee from the wing gives the Flyers a 3 nothing lead. He's got 13 shots in four games. Not bad. Uh, six hits, three blocks. Um, he's playing 20 minutes a game. So I think he's going to get his, uh, he's going to get his chances. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I think, um, you know, I was at the point fifth game of the year, uh, definitely wanted to bring, you know, more offense to my game and create a lot more of that. Way. He will. He's just not doing it right now. You know what, man? Sometimes the guys that go through this, he's still a young player, man. He's, you know, they signed him to a good contract too, five million for a bunch of years. Yeah. And we'll see. A couple more games will tell, man. You know, he's got to get that monkey off his back. <laughs> and speaking of which, I just moved him to the overager slot in my eye, uh, in the eye, in Cowboys League. In favor of Monaghan. In favor of Monaghan. Monaghan's getting it done. What he are you going to do? He looks good, too. Yeah, he does. It's Sean Monaghan, bro. He looks good. He's a great hockey player, man. You can't go wrong there if, he, if he's healthy, right? Yeah. Uh, prime time years, 28 years old, bro. Guy's winning all kinds of face-offs. He's got three points already, and that's just getting his legs back under him. So, you know, he starts seeing more time with uh, Suzuki and Caulfield. Uh, things are going to go well for him. So I didn't expect this from him, that's for sure, but it's a, definitely a nice start. All it takes is is the injury bug over, man. Oh. Did they repair the damage? Oh. And if they repaired the damage, he's good to go, man. He's still a fucking great hockey player. Just can he get it done? Is his body willing to cooperate? I bet you can't get a boner. Yeah, but I don't know if that was the only problem out of Calgary. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he jived very well with uh, with uh, Sutter. Man, yeah. bro, it happens, right? He's a hard ass. Last season, too, he was only playing 14 minutes a game yeah. uh, for Calgary there. So Yeah, like, uh, like I said, he fell out of favor with Sutter. Yeah, I mean, he's putting the work. It uh, Obviously, you don't want to be scratched. You want to be in the, in the lineup helping the team. So, I mean, putting the work. And like I said, I'm excited to get back in tonight. Oh, that's fine, man. St. Louis seems to be a player's coach. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. it'll get him to go. What, you guys are doing the show? Yeah. Well, you don't want to play, bro. Suck a dick. <laughs> I told him, fuck. He bro, said- fuck off this guy, bro. He's doing Halloweens with Holly, so that's great. They, they're, they're, you know, Hollywood are Halloweens, bro. It's fucking, there's, there's a fucking cemetery going up in the front yard. How come you're not up there? Yeah, man, fuck. I got shit to do, bro. I'm trying to get famous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was looking at the scores two minutes ago. The Edmonton Oilers trouncing Carolina the other night. I want to say trouncing, but 6-4. Uh, McDavid and uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins there teaming up for eight points combined. When Aho and Special Cup did three points each themselves. 
It's just like, we're better than you kind of deal. You want to score one, we'll score two. And showing them what they can do. And it was awesome. What's happening? I didn't know uh, Lee was on here. I heard him talking downstairs. Once again, <laughs> please, uh, mustache game, do something. There's no point, bro. Bro, whatever you grow will save a bro, okay? Whatever <laughs> I grow will save a bro. Yes, it's fuck cancer. It's fucking prostate cancer awareness. It's the bro show. Come on, let's go. Bro, I got yeah. other things to do to oh, save it's... cancer people. Uh, better than that. I can donate money. I don't need to fucking count three because of my face. No. <laughs> bro, what money is donating to who? Bro, listen. Don't ask me about my charitable donations. Bro, the okay? guy, the guy donates, that, he donates every year to Capwise, bro. Come on. Boom, roasted. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> saw your video last night, Lance. Uh, you saw the video, yeah. I'm not kidding, bro. It was dry. So dry. I, oh, I, I know. I didn't I know. finish watching. I That's watched okay. it twice. That's okay. And both times I got distracted and uh, yeah, video. And I didn't catch the end. Yeah, it's okay, man. Uh, It'll get better as I go here. The important thing is to put it up for now. Uh, I'm just I'm just getting comfortable in my own skin, man. It's going to take some time. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Back yeah. to the topic of hockey, yeah. Darren Dutition. Yeah, yeah. It's cancer, bro. Oh, that's sad, man. All you grow will save a bro. Come on. All right. Uh, I don't think any of the fucking hairs that are going to push out of my fucking head are going to save Darren Dutition. Look at this fucking handlebar baby I got going on. The handlebar has to have nothing underneath to be a handlebar. Yeah, it will eventually. I'm fuck. I don't want to look like a full fledged flamer all fucking month. What's bro? You do it all year. Well, you need a fucking one month. <laughs> What's the two, one month out of the year? I don't want to look like a flamer. Bro, I don't grow a mustache. I hate mustache. Fuck. Okay, anyway, uh, what, what, what's your take, Scott, on Monaghan? What's best case scenario as a Habs fan? What do you want to see happen with uh, Monaghan? Well, listen. Best case scenario for me would be for him to have decent numbers, play well. Uh, enjoy hockey again for him, and uh, I like to see him move on. Not, I don't think he's a big part of the future with with the team, but a very good teammate. I hope he lands somewhere else, and I hope the Canadians get more futures for him. Uh, it's going to depend how he finishes out the year. We'll but see. after the last uh, after the last uh, get together, I did tell you that we should curb the Habs talk, and I come on, and it's the first thing that we're doing is talking about the Habs again. There's a reason for it, bro. I picked them up in the IFHL. That's right. In the I, just so you you know what I'm talking about, because too many letters in IFHL for you. I picked them (laughs) up. That's why I say the I. Yeah, yeah. That's why I corrected myself for you, bro. He's here on a special work program. He's slow, you know, in his brain. Every time you say I picked up Sean Monahan, and that's how we got on the topic of the conversation. It had little to do with the Habs and more to do with my move in the IFHL today. I joined uh, I joined another fantasy league. I had applied to a place uh, through Reddit during the summer. There was no spaces available uh, when I applied, and they got back to me last night and told me there was a team available, so I grabbed it. Oh, yeah. What's it look like? I don't know. I just saw the rules. It's a it's a salary cap dynasty league. It's twenty bucks US to join. So <laughs> I saw the rules uh, today. I'm supposed to see uh, my team and uh, and and all the scoring uh, categories and all that shit. So that should be interesting. Be sure to tell them you've got five other freak shows that are ready to jump in anytime there's teams available. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I have my hands full. Yeah. You got your hands full with uh, two teams, Ailey? 
Yeah, it's enough, bro. It's more, maybe I could take on one more, but other than that, I don't care, man. It's no, I thought, I, th- I thought three was the sweet spot, Lee. I'm up to five teams now, and I'm not. I don't know, man. It's like you can't love your babies properly if you have 16 of them, 17 of them, five of them. Five of them. It's hard, man. I want to love my babies with all I got. You know what I mean? What did you guys think about uh, Sheldon Keith's comments? Did you see that? About? Uh, post-game uh, a couple of games ago, he said uh, something along the lines of uh, the difference between us and uh, – because when they lost to Arizona, he said the difference between them and us is that we have elite players that did not perform. I know there's a lot of areas to improve. You're only four games in. You guys haven't found the rhythm. Our best people have not found the rhythm. So maybe really look at it. The difference between us and Arizona is that we have elite players. And our elite players didn't play like elite players today. Didn't Couldn't make a difference. So in that sense, the game is going to be close. It's just that's the way it goes when those guys don't make the difference that, that they can. And so apparently there was a closed-door meeting after with the elite players and the coach. And they hashed it out or whatever. And the players came back and they said, yeah, yeah, we got it all figured out. It's all square. Let's not make a big deal out of it. But it's Sheldon Keefe on the hot seat with Barry Trotz waiting in the wings. Someone's going to grab Trotz. Is Toronto going to make the move first? Mm, that's that's interesting to think about. Those good speculations. When you start calling out your team, bro, eh, the only person that could do that and get away with it is Johnny Torch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the regular, on the daily. Yeah, every day. <laughs> fuck this guy, fuck that guy, big bang boo. Hey, dude. Because I'm sure he's feeling the pressure from management as well. So it's his ass on the line. So rather than take the heat himself, he's going to pass it along to the players. I can't, my job is to get them to work. I can't get them to work, so let's blame them. Well, listen, the players are the ones that need they need it. I, you know, for me, it's like, yeah, okay. Listen, guys, you fucking shitbirds. You're shit in the bed. Yeah, let's go. We need more. Listen, but there is a line you can't you can't get crazy, right? But you know, there's definitely. And if that was his comment, even I seen Tyler Sagan say something like, uh, "So were his elites uh, called out? Were they even called out?" Uh, he was confused because uh, being from Dallas, you know about uh, who gets called out uh, on the real. There from uh, actually it was the owner, I think. Eh. So yeah. it, it was funny to see Tyler Sagan in an interview. Or, what did, did they actually get called? Or, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, so it was something so subtle, and of course it's uh, because it's Toronto guy. If that's ruffling feathers, and uh, and that's story worthy, barf, please. Well, it is story worthy when a coach calls out his players publicly. What did he say? The difference between them and us is we have elite players, and those elite, and those elite players did not perform. And those elite players did not perform. They did not play like elite players. Okay. So yeah. what? Well, that's what it is, bro. What do you? What's calling out your players then? I think we've seen over the years a lot worse than that. Well, yeah. I'm not saying it's the worst thing that ever happened. I'm just saying. So it, who it are the elite players? So you're sitting in the dressing room. And you're saying to yourself, "I'm an elite player." Oh, I'm an elite player too. Oh, yeah. Well, that means me too. I'm sure, right? So basically, what is it? Marner and freaking Matthews. Marner, and Matthews, Nylander, Tavares, Riley. Those guys aren't elite players. Of course they are. Nah, nah, nah. Tavares is fuck all. Nylander's fuck all. Well, They're not elite, bro. They're good players. They're good players. Well, They're not come elite. on, bro. There's two elite guys... players on that team, and that's it. Five players elite on one team. No, Matthews and Marners are the only two uh, are the only, only two elite guys. 
Tavares was, you know, once upon a time, he was a very good, highly regarded player. He's okay now. I like, uh, I wouldn't jump out the window for the guy. Uh, I could see him getting traded. No problem. Um, they gotta, they gotta, yeah. And then they'll have to retain half his salary probably. So what are you on, bro? I'm sorry, Scott. The guy Morgan Riley points is a face-off wizard. He plays hard every game, bro. Like, yeah, bro, what are you listen. talking about? Just because yeah, he good. doesn't score 130 points like McDavid, yeah. is not elite. Yeah, the guy's been he's the not elite, bro. Of the he's not elite. franchise, and, and now he's like the backbone not... of fucking. The only reason he's not the man in Toronto is because Matthews is there. Matthews is like superstar, duper star. Uh, he's the best in the league. Second John Tavares is not good enough to carry player. his own team. Tavares is top 10, top 15. In, he's in he's what, up there. He's up in there. The gra- in the greater Toronto area? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Got some serious injuries around the league. Landeskog's gone for 12 weeks. Good news for Nishishkin or Nishishkin. What is it? Nishushkin, man. Nishushkin. Good thing for Nishushkin. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck, you never had Nishushkin fried chicken? <laughs> Top in Russia. Yeah, Nishushkin uh, is... Uh, can we... We got a nickname for that fucker? Because I don't like saying that name. Yeah, Nishushkin fried chicken, man. What's the Nishushkin <laughs> fried chicken? The chicken guy. The colonel. The colonel. <laughs> okay. Beckblatt's gone for uh, at least 10 games. Yeah. Can't come back till the twenty uh, till the twelfth of November. Uh, Uyghur's gone. Uh, Ekblad's gone. Now they got uh, Forsling, Brandon Montour. Forsling, I took him. I brought him up from my uh, overager. Good thing. That's where I slapped him after a trade that I made to get him. Um, yeah, I, I took a peek at some of my defense number on that on that one squad. I don't know what team it is offhand, but if I had three teams, I might. But now I got five. So anyway. Um, yeah, uh, the guy's got some pretty good numbers, and some of my other guys had pretty shitty numbers, so it was an easy call for me to get him up. Yeah, the only thing I don't like about Forsling is our, our his hits. He doesn't hit very much, and I don't think he shoots. Uh, he's not a high-volume shooter, but that could change with new deployment now that uh, Ekblad is, is out. I still can't get over it when I look, at, I look through the stats and I see guys go four or five games and they still don't have a single hit. Like, yeah. What do, you guys, what do you guys do? You play hockey or what? Yeah, I don't want to talk about the Habs again. But did you see Arbor Ragdoll? Uh, yeah, that's a must-talk about topic for sure. <laughs> I got to talk about it, bro, because the league is going to come after him. Every tough guy in the league, especially with Slavkovsky's comments after the game about, we got Arbor on our team. Nobody's going to mess with this kind of deal. They're coming after him. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of fights this year when the Habs are on the ice. It's going to be fun to watch. Man, they're throwing some bombs. Oh, my. Jack, I, I had no idea. This this is the guy they call Wi-Fi. If you look at the pronunciation of his name, because it's, it looks like a password when you look at it. Cassian's been a heavyweight in this league for a long time. He's a highly respected fighter. And for Jack Eye to manhandle him the way he did, fine, Cassian lost his balance. That's okay. He hurt his hand on his helmet too, whatever. But that sends a message to everyone in the league, and I don't see too many guys lining up to take on Jack Eye. And he has got the crowd juiced up in this one. No, no but you know Ryan Reeves will. Uh, yeah, Ryan Reeves is a different uh, animal. 
We play them twice in January. We don't play them before then. So, but Jack Eye doesn't look like the type to go looking for trouble, and Ryan Reeves is not the type to go looking for trouble either. So, unless I, some feathers get ruffled, I don't even know if they'll end no, up listen, squaring off. At some point, you have to understand it's a big dick competition, bro. Who's swinging the biggest fucking dick? Let's yeah. fucking let's find yeah. out right now, boy. Mm-hmm. I read the after after the journalism's. And uh, after the game, and Jack Guy said he was smiling at Cassian when they lined up. And Cassian said, so what are, you, what are you smiling at? And he goes, you, like you're a joke kind of deal. So they did their plays, and Cassian came up to him and said something, and he's just like, you want to go? Let's go. And they yeah. fucking went, and that's it. It was two men agreeing to do stuff. And Cassian got the worst end of it. That's all. And Jack, I didn't hesitate. That's what I loved about that. He didn't even yeah. hesitate. Oh man, not at all. Wasn't um, a wasn't a shit talking sequence, but it was you know a little mm-hmm. bit of provocative. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, um, I finally decided to whip out that Habs jersey seventy two Eric Cole that my wife bought for fifty cents at a garage sale a couple of years few back. I ripped off the name bar, and uh, I brought it to Ernie Sports Center, uh, which is our local sports expert or whatever. Sent it out to get the Jack Eye put on there. So nice. I'll have, an, I'll have my Arbor Jack Eye jersey here in about three weeks. Three weeks? How long does it take to fucking sew a nameplate on? Well, bro, I live in the armpit of the north, as my dad used to always say. Uh, so it's got to get sent out for special attention. Okay. Did you guys watch the Columbus game? Uh, we we game? saw, yeah, we saw the overtime goal. Yeah, beauty. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, beauty, man. Well, it wasn't yeah, it wasn't overtime. Over. It was. Uh, it was late in the third, second, two minutes left, a minute left, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, beauty. Yeah. And then Guder got an empty netter after the fact. Yeah, no beauty, man, beauty. I saw him circling. I saw the play developing. <clears throat> I think it was Voracek got that pass to him, and uh, he made no mistake. That mm-hmm. that was that was pretty. It was very nice. He first started the game too. Oh, yeah, he scored the winning goal there. You see that stretch pass he gave to Goudreau? Yeah, it was in transition. Yeah, I think he was backing up when he made that uh, that pass. It was just a fucking beautiful pass. Two games he's played, two games he's been high impact. Yeah. I, don't th- I don't think the kid's coming back out. I, you know, listen, at the beginning of the year, I drafted <clears throat> him. I had him in a, in a couple of leagues. I took the chance with him and uh, Joshua Dakota. I also had uh, Arbor Jack guy. These guys were guys that I went after even in the amateur draft. I wanted these guys before anybody got them. And uh, I left uh, Jack Eye on the bench. I never thought he was – I had a feeling he wasn't going to even make the team. Turns out he made the team. Uh, Joshua Dakota, I changed my mind on him the last minute. Nick Blangenberg, I left him in my lineup. Makes it as a seventh defenseman. Doesn't play in the uh, – now I'm panicking. I I bring him down this morning. I brought him back up because, yeah, I agree. He's 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 in and he's going to stay in. Yeah, I would say so. And uh, your boy, uh, Dakota Joshua, he scored a goal the other night. Yeah. Uh, One of the few to, bright spots for Vancouver. According to uh, Tevin, who watches it religiously, I haven't seen any Canucks games this year at all, uh, but he watches every game religiously, and he said game after game, he, ah, Dakota Joshua's ass. And then uh, the other game, he said, oh, he finally is doing something. So that's good. Vancouver's got to get their act together in a hurry. They're winless in five. 
And uh, like Boudreaux was saying in, uh, uh, to the media, you, you can't win the Stanley Cup in October. But I think you can definitely lose. You can lose it in October. And if this stretch goes much longer, Vancouver is going to find themselves in a hole that they won't be able to dig out of. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I don't know what's going on there because they're act- they're scoring goals. They're they're playing. They're, their offense is playing. It seems like they're losing every game by a goal, or you know, come from behind and they get beat, and it's it's hard to watch. It gives me good stuff to text Evan about, but <laughs> uh, it's difficult because they're a better team than what they're the 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 wins and losses. Like I mean, now I what are we four points out of a playoff spot? With seventy-five games to go or seventy-seven games to go, so I mean, it's 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 not like you're eighteen points out and you're and you're playing like crap and and uh, you're waiting for the for the you know the something really bad to happen. We're you know we we started five games on the road. Now, granted, the games we're playing at home aren't easy. Like I mean, I mean we're playing tough competition, but I I like the way we're trending. And I think we're going to trend in a positive manner. How are you doing in your Capwise leagues? I'm only doing decent in uh, in two leagues in the in the H and in the I. Uh, I'm doing okay, and the rest are pretty uh, garbage. Yeah, yeah. I had a rough uh, first week there in the I. Uh, I got smashed, uh, but I'm yeah. having a little bit of a bump this week. I'm winning all. I'm winning four or five matchups. I was winning all five. I got to tell you, my beachcomber battalion in the eye is getting, they're doing all right. We're sitting in fifth place after, you know, first mm-hmm. week. I'm currently tied with my brother in scoring. I cannot tell you the importance of goalies again in this format. My goalies are getting crushed. I have Camper and Flurry. You know what I mean? It looks like they might be starting to turn it around, but they started off the season really poorly, and I'm getting smoked because of it. And it's not fun. It's not fun. And it's well, the same thing in my GNFL league too. Well, listen, how important goalies are in the, in this format. Sure, they're important, but the important thing to remember is that it's very early. And if you look at the, the rankings for the goalies in our format, in the top ten, you've got guys like Comrie, Allen, Reimer. Uh, Logan Thompson. These guys are in the top ten. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, this is a why how the zero goalie strategy it, it's supposed to work is that you don't know who's these guys is going to end up in the top ten at the end of the year, and if they do, then what was the importance of drafting, uh, you know, uh, a Markstrom? But you know, it's still early, anyways. But I just I just read the other night. I read off that top ten list to to Lee. I was going through some stats, and uh, yeah, that list is. Uh... Uh, who's who? What? Yeah, that's it. I mean, Shesterkin is ranked fifteenth, uh, and I don't see him staying there. You uh, know. Yeah, you know who's really shitting the bed? John Gibson. John Gibson. John Gibson, man, is going on three seasons now where he's just shitting the fucking bed. I, you know, listen. If they don't move him soon, they're not going to get nothing for him. And I don't know what is the holdup. Every time I look, it's not Stolars, and that's why aren't they going to Stolars? I don't know. They might be allowing Gibson to refine, regain his form because, as it stands right now, in fantasy, if someone tr- came to me with a Gibson offer, I'm not. I'm not really listening. You know, unless uh, unless he's ready to take fuck all for him. Well, that's it, right? So I mean, I, he's got to get up to snuff. I'd entertain the idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, like like Lee was saying, so in one league, my goaltending is kind of saving me, 
I'm getting smashed everywhere else. And then another league, the goaltending screwing me. Yeah, it's it's pretty fickle. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that are overperforming and a lot of guys that are underperforming. Ottinger is, is a fucking beast. He's got a 966 in three games, three wins, one goal allowed in each game. Yeah, nutty. Yeah, he's picking up where he left off in the playoffs. Carter Hart. <laughs> yeah, doing very he's well. He's playing really well this year. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not going to last either, though. It's got a, what, 943 save percentage? 943 and a two two goals against average. I think, uh, very, yeah, that's what people nice. have been waiting for, yeah. And and that team is pretty decimated by injuries. Um, I don't know if all those guys coming back into the lineup is going to help them or hurt them. Yeah, and, and you know, I watched uh, some of the Philly game against uh, Tampa. Uh, no, Philly against Florida. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw, nice. yeah, I saw some of that game, and they had Sandstrom in net because they had played the night before with Hart. But I have a feeling if Hart was in the net, they could have won that game because Samson let in a couple of softies. I, I, they're playing really well. Yeah, uh, they got Hart, man. They got some jam. Yeah, I like it. I hope they make the playoffs. So I can say I'm a genius. Ha, ha, ha.